Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. from the Michelob Ultra Studios, Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Plowhawk, Kennedy Strode, walking in, Action Jackson with you on the program. Come on in and be a friend of the Feather EDF Group text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. An email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. You like what the Plowhawk's wearing? It's all available for you at TMASTLshop.com. All kinds of another new shirt and new hoodie up there at TMASTLshop.com today. Uh, go get yours, and it's 10% off the entire site as we unveil new wares daily this week on TMASTLshop.com. John Hewlett is conducting a sound story in these studios Just at 11 o'clock. Oh, you saw him? Yeah, he's got to do a final, or a, that thing where him and uh, Close critique an album every week. Doug, that thing where him and Close okay. critique an album. He's called, uh, it's a long title. You're not critiquing album. Final exam, I think it's called. Um, then he's got the sound story. He's got a sound story at 11. I had one yesterday. Uh, and uh, if you are interested in a sound story, it is a gift both for your parents or grandparents, but really for perhaps yourself or your uh, children or grandchildren to always have your story, your parents' story, your grandparents' story, whether it be I do the interview or Doug does the interview, John Hewlett's in here at 11 o'clock, Randy Character was doing one on uh, this past Monday. Go to mysoundstory.com and uh, you can get yours and come into the Hubbard Studios or can do it via Zoom. And now we are offering the ability to come to people's homes to do it as well. It's mysoundstory.com available to book or to get a gift certificate, mysoundstory.com. Get involved on the program, 314-881-TMA5, 314-881-TMA5, and email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Uh, Doug, uh, here is Adam Wainwright on his 199th victory oh. last night. Uh, hit the lever, Palsy. It's a good one. It was a good one. It's, it's been a long time coming, but um, tonight my stuff was better. I had better, better action on my pitches, and... Um, you know, better mindset, tax better. It's a great team over there, so I'm glad we won, and uh, it was a good win for our team, too. What did it mean to you to show that kind of emotion coming off the mound to be able to display that? Well, it's, it's easier to display that when, when, uh, when you're feeling a little bit better, you know? It's, sometimes it's hard to fake it, and I've been faking it all year, you know? Fake it till you make it, I guess, but um, tonight... Uh, Tonight I felt a little bit better out there. I felt a little more confident with my stuff and attacked better. And um, like I said, that's an incredible team. You know, it's a great team. So uh, they're in first place for a reason. They've got 
91 wins for a reason there or however many they have um but uh you, you know you, you gotta execute you know we got some some we made some big plays and the guys behind me came in and did a great job there it is yeah, who could have thought the Baltimore Orioles would be almost 40 games over five? Oh, I guess you're not a loyal balloon party listener then because Jackson and I were on the Orioles on opening day. Well, yeah, we actually yeah. were. I didn't expect this, though. I just was looking at win totals yeah. over unders. And I also was on the Jets' win total being under, but I didn't expect it to go this way. So, But also uh, the Orioles. And I was also on the Missouri over of six and a half, and I'm glad I didn't send Jackson out to uh, Circa with a 10K. Oh, I thought you did. Yeah, he, yeah, he carried ten thousand in cash. The Orioles are like the Astros, though. It's like you're bad enough, you get a lot of top picks, and those picks yeah. sometimes pay off. You know, Gunnar Henderson, great, obviously, Adley Rutschman, and you got a pitcher as well. So I mean, they're they're stacked too. So you have mm-hmm. Jackson Holiday there. Yeah, the Reds are kind of trying to get there. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. You see, Flaherty's really been bad with you. Yes, he has. He's been bad. They don't. They don't know if he he's had even his be first in start. He looked incredible. I watched yeah, his first start. Yeah, he had one start. good start, and then he's been horrible since. You see Wainwright, there's a video, everybody, he's, like, standing inside the clubhouse, yeah, like, that. entrance. Looked like Arenado gave him, like, kind of a little shade. Oh, Doug, do we have to go over what this? What do you like, mean by that? Film? What happened? Look at all the players excited, dapping him up, hugging him. Wainwright almost had to force a hug on Arenado. No, no dap. Really? Yeah. I would assume Arenado's not being 14 games back and having a pitcher who has an 8 ERA celebrating 199 <laughs> wins after making $17 million this year. Well, they're still friends, you think? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I just looked weird. Like, it definitely looked like he was annoyed. Let me take a look. I see the video, Doug. Doug, you want to go over it like okay, there's a pruder sure. from here? Oh, yeah. There? Well, there's old Dak Hudson. Fun to see him. Oh, there's Ryan Helsley. Yep. There's old Zach Thompson. Thompson yeah. Here comes Mason Wynn. Where's Willie McGee? Tyler O'Neill. You'll see him at the tail end there. Yeah. Put a couple bats away is what he's doing. Miles Michaelis, yeah. really big reception for Miles mm-hmm. Michaelis. Luke and Baker. Here comes Owen Arenado. Oh, well, I don't know that I'd make anything out of that. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to respectfully disagree on that plow. Huh? He just didn't look like he was that thrilled with it. Well, he didn't celebrate like he'd won the, a World Series game or anything, but he was... He reminded me a lot of drinking a no cigar, drink though. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say, it reminded me a lot like your team is absolutely bottom feeders. You statistically, the last 21 starts are one of the worst pitchers in Major League Baseball history in terms of all the analytical metric stats that are in his starts, and you finally get one. It's like, I don't know. I love to see the cap tip after being dead last in the NL Central and walking out. Well, it's been a rough year, and they finally had something to be a little bit happy about. I'm sure they're, they feel worse about it than, than you do. And here's a here's a happy moment they had to celebrate just for five minutes. Maybe I'm naive, but, like, 199, is that a deal? Is it a big, like, did he pass No, he somebody? wants to get to 200. He wants to. Well, everyone exactly. wants to like, see that's him my, do Exactly. That's my point. It's like. He's been one of the most beloved Cardinals of the last decade and a half. I agree, but you're not. You, you, you can still have scrutiny. You can still be criticized for, I mean, make $17 million a year. We talk about all the bad deals that have, yeah. you know, around this team. That's probably the worst one. Well, and what we would, don't what talk about been, it at all because of what he's done in the past. And I get it. I love Wainwright. But what to say we a, can't criticize him at all because of what he's done in his career, I, I disagree with that completely. What would have been well, the I don't think anybody was saying reaction. that, Plowhawk. Yeah. Well, I, I just felt like I, like I 
you can't talk bad about Adam Wainwright. And I, I certainly think he's a Hall of Famer for sure in the Cardinals, but 199 to, you know, I, I just don't know if I understand what 200 means. I mean, does it get you in the Hall of Fame over of, as no. opposed to 198? I don't think so. Well, they weren't popping champagne corks. He was just standing there at the front of the If there uh, was champagne there, room, Doug, I would think they would have popped him. It seemed like. I don't know. It's just a milestone. It's like, you know, Ozzy was getting in the Hall of Fame basically for defense, but he became a much better hitter later in his career. But it was a milestone when he got to 2,500 hits. No, I'm not saying. I'm just excited talk- about that. I mean, it's not, you know, a huge number. It's not 3,000, but... You know, certain players have milestones, and winning 200 games in the major leagues uh, sounds a lot better than 199. And nobody wins 300 anymore, or oh, probably God, no. will. I can't imagine anyone. No, they don't pitch enough. Will win 300 games again, the way the game's played now. You know what I don't agree with too. Oh no! About this the other day, I don't. I don't like the walk-off celebration. Why not? Well, when a pitcher's in the bottom of the ninth, you're up two to one, and he strikes out a guy. Did everybody come jumping on the? on the pitcher and start tearing his jersey off when no. he strikes again. Why, why if a guy gets a base hit and he wins the game, they all run out and start grabbing him? Yeah. What's the difference? I think they, they feel like they're kind of expected to do that now on a walk-off hit. Yeah, it's stupid. I want to see him start mauling the pitcher if he strikes the guy out or ground ball to second base. That's the Everybody game. Everybody pour go. out of the dugout yeah. every time you <laughs> win a game? Go start jumping on the first baseman. He caught the last out. Go jump on him. Congratulate him. What's the difference? I don't know. It's you know, just kind of become a thing. You know Zach Granke has 224 wins. He's got one of them this year, doesn't he? He's pitched a long time. Yeah, it's just odd. How about Scherzer? He he got hurt last night. 214. 214? Yeah, so he's got 10 less wins than Zach Greinke. This is weird to me. And Scherzer and, I guess, Verlander have been the best pitchers of their Verlander is the current active leader, 255. Put Kershaw in that uh, same. Yeah, yeah oh, he'd be in there. To. Kershaw, too. Well, I, I know, I just didn't know if you would consider it the same era. Kershaw was around yeah. in 2009 when the Cardinals played the Dodgers, but he wasn't their one starter, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, if those three aren't going to come close to 300, who is? Those um, are three. Gardner was in there, and that just flamed yeah. out quickly. I don't think Cole will get there. No, but those are three first ballot Hall of Famers for sure. That just shows you what awards do for you. Because if they all retired tomorrow, Scherzer, um, Berlander, Berlander, and Kershaw, if they retired tomorrow, they'd all go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And Wainwright has like seven less wins, eight less wins, and he's not even close. Well, he doesn't have the three, three or four Cy Youngs either. That's what I'm saying. Awards have he a lot missed of three full seasons or two full seasons for sure. Yeah, right. he missed at least two seasons. If he'd had his normal 14 or 15 wins at that time, you know, he'd be up around 220, 230 for victories. That's a, that's a big number. I'm I, sorry to stir up. I, I just thought Arenado looked mad. Maybe I just was wrong. I don't know why he'd be mad at his pitcher getting a win. No, I don't think he looked mad. He didn't celebrate as much as Michaelis. I'm sure Michaelis is closer to Wainwright being starting pitchers. Spending off days together and everything. Talk pitching all day long. Maybe he's not the best friend, but he looked like he was Well, he's not that excitable of a guy. Go look at walk-offs. I'm sure he's not the guy in the back of the pile sticking a fist up somebody's butt. Kyle Ocean, Skip Schumacher. (laughs) Yeah, that was a great celebration. We need to bring those back. Yeah, both Arenado and and Goldschmidt and Arenado are both rather low-key with everything. But it's hard to pin any of the blame on those two for what's happened. No, they're trying. Well, yeah, they're, they're trying. Yeah. You know, he's having a good year now. You look at his numbers. His uh, 
Contreras. Yeah, he's he's up to two sixty two. He's got what twenty home runs now. It's exactly what the late, season we ex- like wanted, I would think, yeah. in terms of stats. I would uh, disagree, and if you dig into it, you will see how little he has played catcher, and that is my core issue with the signing. He's he's hit though. I understand he's hit, but look how many starts he's had at catcher, and that's 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 why that is going to be so problematic. So, I mean, you can already make a case it was problematic, but that's why my reasoning for not liking it from the outset was he wasn't going to be a catcher, and I never understood why the team was prioritizing catcher ahead of everything else from the get-go, like you could replace Yadier Molina. So if he were doing that and he had started, let's say, hundred even 110 games of the 100, however many they've played at this point, what, about 148, I would guess, ballpark, then that's, that's one thing. But I think he's at around... 85 starts at catcher. I could be off the mark on that. He's had 306 at bats as a catcher. I don't see how many games that he started as catcher. I don't know. Doesn't have that. Yeah, you got to do the. Is that half the game? Can't be half the game. That'd be more than. That'd be more than half. I looked it up and I. I. Wrote a long post about it on the TMPA fan page. He's at 93 games at catcher, 30 at DH. So he will probably finish at about 100 starts at catcher, I would say. I just wonder if he'd done any better if they hadn't messed with his head there early in the year. What what kind of impact that may have had. And, you know, I mean, he's 32 next year, and he'll continue to trend more towards a DH, and he is owed through 2027 minimum and if they don't want to sign him for 2028 that's a five million dollar buyout so he is 18 million on the books next year 18 18 18 18 five and then five million dollar buyout when he's 36 just a real nice signing so yes if he were catching every day then that's yeah well, well if he keeps hitting maybe somebody will take him he can trade him i think we've said this the last three off seasons but i'm definitely excited and curious what they do this offseason. Yeah, because of what you said at the very same thing. But you were right, and I was wrong when it came to a couple of these offseasons. I I would think this year they absolutely have to because this year they're coming off of being a last-place or possibly fourth-place team. But I don't know. I I saw Bob Nightingale writing about the possibility of Matt Holliday being the Cardinal manager and the possibility that the Cardinals would move on from Ali Marmol. That, that, that really hasn't been discussed, and I'm not talking about Holiday. I'm talking about him being moved on from. I don't know if that's a direction they would go, but then, I mean, listen, Matt Holiday, you know, maybe that would excite people, but you're going again with another guy who doesn't have major league managerial experience. But what is it about the job Ali Marmol has done that makes you want to stick with him? Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not talking about that. I mean, my my belief is the roster construction is reason number one why this season went with the way that it went. But with regards to Marmol, I just don't know if they would move on from him. Not because he shouldn't be moved on from. I'm just talking whether or not it really yeah. happens. No, he does exactly what Mosaic wants him to do. Listen yeah. to him and use sabermetrics to in all your decisions. That's it, it, why they're going to keep hiring these. If they fire him, they're going to bring somebody else in that has no experience. There haven't been a lot of managerial firings this year, have there? There haven't been very many, and there's been some teams have horrendous years. Some teams that were expecting to have much better years than they had, still the managers haven't really been fired. 
leads further credence to the thinking that the front offices are making all the decisions now. Well, I, I think you need to go outside the organization. I love Matt Holliday, but he has a kid that's about to be a year away from the majors, another kid who may be a top-five pick next year or two years from now. I, I think a priority should be with his family again, like he took the hitting coaching job and then decided against it. So I'd be worried about his want-to and buy-in if he did get the manager position. you got to go outside the organization. Should have been Terry Francona before or instead of Matheny. I think it just – you got to cut bait. Well, Holiday's kids are, are, well, one's already in AAA, and the other's going to be a senior in high school next year, right? Yeah. I think there's a lot of managers that still have kids that are in school somewhere. Well, yeah. I'm just saying that be a, that was a motivator for him not to take that. Well, yeah. that was the well, reason. We, think we have was. no Maybe idea not. what the actual reason was, but yeah. if that's the case, I don't think he'd be a good manager because I don't know how much he'd want to do it. I bet if he if he were offered the job, I bet he'd take it. I love Matt Holiday though. I think he'd do a great job. Yeah. I just don't want to see a cardinal. I, I want to see somebody completely outside the organization. Only way out of really help. If he can make his own kids into these fantastic hitters, to where <laughs> one is the first pick overall in the in the draft and is in AAA as a 19 year old kid, what could he do for major league hitters? Brother supposed from to be the hitters coach. Yeah. yeah, well, the brothers. Six foot four. Yeah, the brothers are supposed to be insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. 314881 TMA5 EDF group text inbox. Uh, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, the sponsor of Gabe DeArmond on this program every Monday and Friday on Balloon Party. It's 314961 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. That's James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, 314-961-4800, or go online at carltoninsurance.net, and you can read 325 five-star reviews about James Carlton and his staff's customer service when you go and search Google reviews. 325 people raving about the same experience that I've had and the Plowhawks had, and that is first-class customer service. They make all the changes for you on the paperwork, and you don't have to worry about anything outside of now you are with the best and the best in the business. is James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, EDF, sponsor of our text inbox here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. EDF text inbox number is 314-881-TMA5, and you can text in anytime you would like. Do you want to support the EDF group as a sponsor of TMA? It's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF group at fire at theedfgroup.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at theedfgroup.com. The EDF group is hot and will prevent your facility from having hot fires. Experience the EDF group difference. Learn more at theedfgroup.com. That's engineer design facilities now known as the EDF group. You can sign up for the TMA Hit and Gaggle, brought to you by Michelob Ultra, benefiting the Megan Meyer Foundation. It's Friday, October 6th at Family Golf and Learning Center. Your $55 ticket will include nine holes, beer for Michelob Ultra, and lunch or dinner, depending on your tea time, 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. tea times available. Everybody's going out as a threesome. You can sign up your threesome or sign up as an individual and be paired with listeners. It's all taking place on Friday, October 6th at Family Golf and Learning Center, presented to you by Michelob Ultra and also by the wonderful people at Munganess St. Louis Acura and Family Golf and Learning Center. You've likely seen pineapple decor in your room at a beachside hotel, a friend's house. This is a swinging segment we're about to get into? Mm. (laughs) Mmm. What makes you you assume that? I don't know. Pineapple. 
it's one of Jackson's links from our friends okay, at Men's Jackson. Health. Okay, Jackson. Doggone it. And it's about swinging if it's Men's Health. My bad. Or in restaurants. All right, let's hear it. Every once in a while, though, you might come across a pineapple flipped on its head. It could be on a sign hanging on someone's door on a cruise ship, a charm on someone's jewelry, or an actual pineapple in the front of a stranger's shopping cart. It turns out the upside-down pineapple has a nurse specific. Mm -hmm. You're fine, Tim. Is this new? Good try. Doing this for years. (laughs) And sexy meaning in the world of non-monogamy. Since American colonists began importing pineapples from the Caribbean and South America oh, in the heaven's sakes. <laughs> this is the historical context. Mm-hmm. So the pilgrims was swapping? No. The fruit became a lasting symbol of hospitality, welcoming, and friendship. Boat captains and ship workers trekking to and fro these countries would place one pineapple outside their door to symbolize their safe arrival home. That true? Probably they say he's even popular in Europe. Who's popular in Europe? <laughs> its symbolism was a bit different prior to the birth of America. Ah, yes, the United States of America, brother. Mm-hmm. The pineapple's first presentation in English literature dates back to 1629, when it was used as a symbol of temptation for Adam in the Garden of Eden in a book by John Parkinson. John Parkinson wrote the Bible? Wait, I thought that was an oh, apple. Wow. Nobody told me that there was the pineapple. That's the news out of this. <laughs> the the Adam, author of the Bible. And Adam and Eve were alive. Johnny in... Parkinson. Yeah. Is he available? Adam Can we get him on balloon party? Adam and Eve were alive in the 1600s? That's correct. That is correct. It's given, quote, an erotic, seductive association compared to the regular plain apple eaten by Eve in the original tale. Uh, Doug, that's according to the Smithsonian. Can you get around to the swinging part? I mean, the, the historical stuff we don't really believe in. I know more about JFK than I do about sports. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, we know that. Hospitality, friendship, eroticism, and seduction. Those are the four pillars. <laughs> They're not the four pillars that Pags preach. <laughs> it's not clear whether the underground meaning of the upside-down pineapple stems from these connotations, but the similarities are striking. And no, we're not talking about... The eating pineapple for better tasting semen rumor? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Below, find out That's what hard. exactly that upside down pineapple flag on your neighbor's house might represent. Do people really see these? Just in general, I'm just asking you just in it. Do you really see these? I've never And then seen what it. is the, like, the goal? Like, oh, we can come in and have sex. I was wearing my pineapple swim trunks in Vegas. And you were approached? No. No. But it let people know that you were over there, but you could be over here. Well, yeah, I was over here. Women wanted to be like him, yeah. and guys wanted to be with him. That's the, that's the yeah. bottom Frank line. Frank just I laid guess. it out for me. Exactly. Have you ever tried laying a pineapple on its head? It doesn't stay. Think about that. Doug and I, <laughs> Doug was trying, like betting me to do it in Jamaica. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you walked in a crowded room holding a pineapple and got yeah. no action. I remember we were watching the Chiefs and the Bengals. When you you're out me. in public, you don't really even think about pineapples, right? You either see someone and you're attracted to them or you're not, whether there's a pineapple involved or not. Not oh. to mention her hot body that looks hot in a bikini. I mean, I just, people could tell you all day long, we're swingers, we're swingers. Look at this pineapple. But if you're not attracted to it, it doesn't matter. Does it? An upside-down pineapple worn on clothing or jewelry pushed around in a shopping cart is a subtle signal. The shopping cart thing just makes me giggle. That someone is a swinger or looking for a swinger party. 
the pineapple doesn't have to be upside down to carry that meaning, FYI. The story goes that when a pineapple is set by a front door or on someone's porch, it signifies that a swinger party is in session. Come on. That's a joke, In right? session. Wouldn't the locked door be <laughs> just fine? <laughs> I'm beginning to think this is all just something made up by some swingers. You're just beginning you to, to a, think that? <laughs> you ever go to a supermarket and you see an upside-down pineapple on... Why would a lady go to the supermarket? I'm going to let everybody know I'm a swinger. So are we talking this is conspiracy by Dole to sell more? Could be Dole. Could well Could be. Could be Dole. That's good thinking, right? That's, that's Now you're now you're getting somewhere. Positive. So are you supposed to talk to someone if you see an upside-down pineapple? Or does Why do you that have mean... to let people know it's in session? I get, like, having it upright to, like, welcoming other parties, but, like, wouldn't the door lock and, like, the, the curtains close be enough sign that, okay, we're... We're in it now. In session. Yeah, you're late. Yeah, now you're in session. Swinging is a form of non-monogamy, wherein folks who are partnered enjoy having sex with other people and their partners. Swinging is often done between sets of couples. It's where the wife swap and keys in a bowl stereotypes come from. Are people actually using the pineapple symbol to meet other swingers? <laughs> Absolutely they are. They aren't. Let's talk to a couple that uses it and just make them up. On dating apps, especially those geared toward non-monogamous arrangements like Field. Doug, are you familiar with Field? What is that? F-E-E-L-D. That's a dating that app. Oh, it is? People may use... Well, I mean, if they're on that dating app, then they're swinging. Am I correct? Yeah. You don't need to have a pineapple to say they're swingers. Because it's a non-monogamous dating app. Yeah. This whole article makes no sense. But I sense. guess you can be non-monogamous and not swing, right? Nurse? Yeah. Am I correct on that? Yeah. It depends on... Like you uh, could just have one-on-one sex yeah. outside of your relationship. And that could be swinging, too. I mean, it doesn't, you know... I mean, the main thing, as people say, is couples. But if you're, in, if you're married and you're swingers and the husband gives you permission to go out with somebody else and do it, you know, it's not monogamous, but you're still swingers. Check out Swing Talk on TikTok I'm and see for yourself. To. Hashtag Swing Talk, Doug. I'm not going to. On cruise ships, guests will reportedly hang an upside-down pineapple on their door to signify their swinger status. That's reportedly. Yeah. I don't have the source. Right. It just says reportedly. Why don't you just it's been a couple sources have sent that into the wire service. Put, <laughs> put a sticker on the door that says swinger. It's pretty simple. Now, this is where the article, I start to wonder about the legitimacy of it. I spoke with someone who identifies as a swinger. Nope. They shared with me that if there is a pineapple available, they will make it near them and upside down, and it works. It won't stay up upside down. It'll fall over. On their last trip to the grocery store in New York City, they went straight to the produce department, tossed a pineapple in the top of the cart, upside down, of course, and within about 10 minutes had someone approach them asking if they wanted details about a play party happening that evening in the neighborhood. That's not true. Doug, should I do that in De Pere today? It'd be interesting to see if anything ever happened, wouldn't it? Because, not, again, if you saw someone that was attractive, you wouldn't look for the pineapple. You'd just say, oh, there's someone who's attractive. And if you saw a pineapple from someone who wasn't attractive, you wouldn't pay attention to it again. But I think if you're attractive and you see the pineapple, and if that actually means swinging, you know they're down for sex. I don't know. If you just know. see a good-looking lady in a supermarket, you're not going to go up and talk to them. Just because they have a pineapple in but their But if the heart? pineapple's upside down and you believe in this stuff... You think it's easier to talk to because I know she's looking for something, so 
Let's go chat. Would it be just a pineapple, or are there other groceries in there, too? They have to sift through. Well, good news. Here's the thing about symbols in general, especially when it comes to symbols in the sex-positive community. And, Doug, as you know, this is a, this is considered one of the most sex-positive shows I on HD2. Know. I think Balloon Party is one of the most sex-positive shows on HD1. I don't think that I guy's had sex in <laughs> you know, hundreds of years combined. They are necessary for communication. Our culture is just starting to normalize all sexualities and relationship designs. These symbols have helped and continue to help bring people together when they can't be as open as they'd like. Doug, from the New York Post, here are your symbols of non-monogamy. No. A black ring on someone's right hand. Really? I've never heard that one. No. Having... Even if there's a wedding ring on the other hand? If you got a black ring, that means... Iggy, are you familiar with the If one? you're a swinger, it doesn't matter what the wedding ring, and you don't need symbols Symbols if they're too embarrassed to talk. You're a swinger. You can't be hard to talk to people if you're a swinger. No, but how are you going to know without some sort of, sort of symbol? You can't talk to everybody. Well, they're going to swingers' parties. They're in swingers' Yeah, but what if you're, at, what if you're at the grocer? Well, who's looking for swingers at the grocery store? And apparently all the pineapple chunks. I could easily argue there are adults who like breasts more than babies. Mm. Yes. So the what? black ring on the right hand is a yeah. sign? Heads up. What else is the crackers in? Have you seen any pineapples upside down? I'm looking. Nice. Having garden, don't you say pampas? Yeah, pampas, pampas grass. Outside your home. Oh, God almighty. See Wearing that? an anklet, toe ring, and thumb ring. Huh, toe rings are a back. thumb ring. Switching your wedding ring to the right hand. White landscaping rocks. You're just making things up now. <laughs> white land. I've got some white landscaping rocks. I'm no swinger. Wouldn't you hate to be just an average, everyday, non-horny couple and just happen to like the decor of, like, pineapples and white rocks? You just have yeah. people every day knocking on your door, like... These poor people in uh, Florida, I mean, they love planting. He's out there doing pompous grass and somebody comes up, hey... What are you guys doing tonight? Want to come to a party? I've got a friend no. who's got a, a really nice house in Chesterfield. I mean, a million-plus dollar house in Chesterfield. Moved there oh, 15, 10, 15 years ago. And there was a huge block of pineapple in the in, built into the brick of the house. <laughs> wow, they are And he looked at that and said, what in the hell is that? I don't get it. You're taking... And I told him I told him it was a swinger sign, and he was horrified. and had it, had it removed. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. You're taking, You're taking up big pineapple. I am. And when does it go beyond a hobby and become like, I mean. That was expensive to put that in the in the brickwork. That's what I'm saying. They're all in. Like, you know, is it possible that some that. people consider pineapples to be cheery? Yes. Sunny. Uh-huh. Tropical. A Hawaiian flair. Yes. I get a lot of shades of that story we read years ago about the, uh, that the man who was inviting people, but they thought it was a woman, but they stayed anyways. Like, you might have a pineapple and find out, hey, I like swinging. Like, even if you're not into it originally. It is a good fruit. But well, not, not, not good. the pineapple, but the swinging. Like, you, you like to decorate your house with pineapples, not thinking anything. And then you have people coming left and right trying to swing. Well, Mr. Smith says, I've been telling you for years about the black ring mm -hmm. on the right ring finger. Go to the source. It's from Mr. Smith. We need Smitty to call in. We've yeah, got questions. What if you like just a nice black onyx ring? You like my ring, Bill? And you it's just get right. groped. Any kind of black ring works? I don't know. Doug, we got somebody who starts off a text with Real Talk, so you like that, right? Yeah, that must mean he's he's bringing the heat. Hey, guys, Real Talk. I was at the Costco in South County walking around with an upside-down pineapple when I was approached by a large hairy man wearing cowboy boots. Oh. Next thing I knew, I was up on the diaper-changing station. Okay, the that's enough of this story.
That's not real talk. Covering alcoholic? No, it's Big Tuft. Oh. My mother-in-law owns a log cabin bar, uh, B&B, uh, bed and breakfast in Herman. And these Hoosier swingers <laughs> drew an upside-down pineapple in the broom closet where you're supposed to leave a nice note or sign their name. I then found a pair of used panties in one of the beds when cleaning it. It's from Buzz. Hmm. I thought Buzz was a delivery driver for Uber Eats or something, and now he cleans bed and breakfast. Well, and, and he's finds panties. hooking up with the doctor in Chicago. <laughs> the same right. guy, right? Yeah, in a renaissance. I don't believe anything he says anymore. Oh. Hey, boys, now that you were speaking of it, I was doing some grocery shopping for the family, and a pineapple was on the list. So, like the good son I am, I went and grabbed one and threw it in the cart. And as I was passing through an aisle, some old guy who said he was part of some radio show that he occasionally walks in and out of asked me if he could bang my girlfriend because I must have been into it. WTF. That's mm. from the humble leader of the second generation, Lil Beer Cats. Huh. Well, I doubt you shop at all, and I doubt you're getting a pineapple, and none of this is true. He doesn't shop at yeah, all. Look that up. He's as bad as your dad when it comes to these mm. texts. <laughs> I actually put a jar of browned gefilte fish loaf into my pink boy sock, and it lets all of my uncles-in-law know that I am down to douse some jellyfish bites. Hashtag sting me. Doug, that's from oh. Deke Dotem. Oh, Dotem. Segment title is going to be called Hashtag Sting Me. A sure giveaway for a quick casual sex is a wine-stained girdle. That's from a new I don't know. That's a good call. Just hanging on the door. Whoop, he's up for action. Doug, I'm learning oh. things, and it, and it sounds like you have some rocks that might signal friends of the feather could drop They're by. just on the side yard there by the yeah. air conditioner. You know, the hose is right there. I didn't think anything of it. I swear to you. I now broke. I got to remove them? God. What are you hitting over there, Iggy? Ant. He's got ants okay. in the studio? Okay. It was on my thumb. There was Doug, one. they're trying to smoke us out of here. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> this is the wildlife part. Mm. Yeah, this is... Uh... First, it was the urinating. My buddy and his wife use field down here in Austin. Lots of action, big stuff. That's from DraftKings Cal. As a swinger site? It's an app. So DraftKings Cal is a Just swinger? a da- dating app? I don't know. Is it swingers? I, from that ar- I had never heard of the app, but per that article, it says that it's a non-monogamous app. Let's see especially those geared toward non-monogamous arrangements like field. Huh. I always just associate non-monogamy with swinging. Unless you're a single person. Well, then you can't be a swinger, right? No. So that's why you say you're not a swinger. No, unless you're female. I think females can be swingers because they're invited to all kinds of things. Single guys are frowned upon. Imagine that. (laughs) Not everybody's like me. Think about that. I don't want to believe that. <laughs> you know, I, I'm i not a creep when it comes to that, when I'm at Hedo. I'm not, I'm not a swinger. I don't go up to a couple. I did that one couple I did. I really wanted to be with It seems girl. like you're a single swinger. But they come up to me and ask me. I never go up to couples. Yeah, you don't hey, want the, the a, sexual attention that you're guy? getting. Yeah. No, I'm very polite. Casey Notown just sent in his profile picture, and it's him with a pineapple upside down. Doug, look at that. There he is, and he's got those pursed lips like right. you see outside of Brio. Oh, that uh, got Iggy upset. <laughs> now, yeah, why the deep side? It sounded like that. a crest. Not have visual. It sounded like a crest. <laughs> like you could feel it come out of oh. the body there. I mean, the best thing he's done on the show in a long time. He said, oh, he's crestfallen and palsy. He's cresting. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to doctors for my work, and this one was ta- talking about the provocative parties he attends with his wife. 
And sure enough, the next time I visited, he had a pineapple on his door. Because of this stupid show, it stopped me dead in my tracks. Doug, that's mm. from Scooter. Well, it is kind of an odd fruit to, to decorate with. But now we're learning about it goes back to the Bible, which was written in 1629 by, who was that, Johnny John, Johnson? John Patterson, he said. Yep. He got a big lawsuit against God. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. <laughs> he sold a jillion books. Yes. What are you people doing Johnny down there? Parkinson. Who wants to be Johnny Parkinson? The te- author of the Bible, 1629. I don't know that, that any of that is accurate. God's not happy. What's going on down there? I wrote this way before that. I never had pineapples in this book. It's like a Ned and Johnny. Creeps. I just picture a guy with a deep voice. It would be kind of kind of off-putting. You get up there and you meet him. Hi, how are you? Welcome to heaven. I bet you he's jacked to the gill, bro. Probably really? just lifting 40-pound boulders every morning before he goes out and mm. saves people. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I don't know why everyone's being so subtle when a good chunk of the male listeners of this show have adult sex education classes after their Holy Name Society meetings. They go behind the dumpster and play Close Your Eyes and Suck from the Garden Hose. Doug, oh. that's from Carlos Spicy Winner, and you Gosh. said he's going into the Hall of Fame. I, I think he could be. A, a texting, an emailer, Hall yeah. of Fame, yep. sure. I mean, swingers can start anything they want. One of them came up with the pineapple idea, caught on, now everybody's... I mean, they could have said, yes, when we get to our resorts or where we go to let people know we're swingers we hang two coconuts off the thing like boobs and they know we're swingers they could have made up anything uh, it's just the pineapple thing caught on iggy are you interested in going to a grocery store and putting a, a pineapple upside down in your cart i did it once and i did an instagram live walking through the grocery store with an upside down pineapple and Any action? Oh, Any nothing action? happened no nothing uh somebody just sent in a picture here doug you want to see this i saw this okay. at the airport it says and it's got a picture of an upside-down pineapple on the T-shirt. If you understand, then you are my people. Oh, groovy. That's not so subtle. Yeah, why don't you uh, just put it says, I'm a swinger, are you? And I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> understand, and they say, oh, no thanks. Yeah, and you got to be attractive. I mean, not necessarily. There's a lot of non-attractive swingers that meet a lot of non-attractive swingers. Uh, so there's a lot of ugly swingers. People are horny. And they hook up together, and the good-looking ones hook up together. Yeah. It tends to be the way yeah, it works. It's very rarely do you see. You're not going to see. Humanity trait. Yeah, yeah you're not going to see a 280-pound, 60-year-old man and a 58-year-old woman with a, some 25-year-old goddesses. No, they're, they're hooking up with their own 
Always depends on the bankroll, though. Yeah, hook up with your own. Yeah, not, when comes, not when it comes to swinging. There's, money isn't an object. What about horse? No, I don't think there's any whore swingers. Excuse me? Did you say whore? Horse, white horse. Oh, wait, I thought you said whore. I'm dating a chick that has a pineapple tattoo, and she's trying to convince me she's not a swinger. I don't believe her. Doug, that's from the Flat Avenue Boy. Well, maybe she's just a fan just like, of the Hawaiian Islands. Some people just like pineapples. Maybe, again, it could just symbolize, you know, sunshine, tropics, happiness. Doesn't have to be swingers. They've ruined the pineapple for everybody. No, oh, it's just kind of an odd symbol, though, to have tattooed on your body. Is everybody, did anybody just buy a pineapple? Those things are so hard to cut. Yeah. It's a lot of work. You just buy the chunk ones. Already cut. Not as fresh, bro. No, they're not, but they're hard. You got to get those all. You need a really sharp knife to get through that skin. Mm-hmm. That's why they're a good symbol for the swingers, because they hold up for a long time. Uh, now I want a pineapple. To eat or just, just yeah, to carry I'd around like, with you? I'd be like a pineapple. You think if you carried a, a pineapple around the, the station here, you'd be let go, you'd be fired, you'd be hauled into HR and say, stop I, this swinging. I wouldn't know because I guarantee a lot of people would know what I was doing. Okay. Because we only talk about it on this show. Yeah. And stock tips. Hot stock tips. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Now, I had pineapple every day when we were in Jamaica. Pineapple and papaya. I can't find papaya in St. Louis. I tried. How about that, uh, like Whole Foods, no. the World Market or some, one of those places? No. I mean, somebody told me they don't get they're, they're too expensive to get, and they don't sell a lot of them, and they go bad pretty quickly. So you spend all that money to bring papaya in, and if they don't buy them, then they go to waste. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, there's my... It's a my, nice papaya story. My fruit tip of the day. Yeah, yeah. If you're looking for papaya, you're flat out of luck. If you find them, let me know. Just like I'm trying to find lamb chops. Nobody sells lamb chops. Oh, come on. You can find a lamb chop, can't you? No. So you're sad about that? I've, is that Sherry Lewis? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was attractive. Nice. I feel like lamb chops. I feel like jewelry, so I'm going to Glenn Betts. Playing golf with the Betts is on uh, Sunday's oh, yeah, really? my plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn Betts Jewelers. Yeah, it's uh, glennbettsjewelers.com. They're located a mile east of I-270 in the Manchester exit in... De pair, and that's where you can find Craig and his son David, and you are going to get to know them, and it's not some big retail store where they're trying to sell you. No, 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 Vets family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. Glenn Betts Jewelers in business in St. Louis since 1941, operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally, not sold. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. That comes your way at 945. Don't forget to sign up to be a TMA Lister of the Month at Milagro Tequila. Can you dethrone the lipstick lass? Can is she dethronable? Doug, we now know she has children. Right. That means producer Joe wouldn't pursue her. He said he would not ever be with a woman who has slept with an athlete or who has had children. Okay. And he's stuck by that for many years, apparently. He told us he would never get married, and here he is, and I think he's been with the same lass for a decade. How old is he now? Ah, 43? 
ballpark. Yeah. Well, he's not out of the woods yet. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Well, doesn't the woman have to say yes too? Yeah. So you're saying she's sticking with him but doesn't want to marry him? Could be. It's probably easier to find a guy who's committed to never being married than a woman. The women that are committed to never marrying again are those who have already been married once and want nothing to do with it again. And they can take care of themselves, usually. Yeah. Women are far better able to, to deal with life on their own than most men. Well, Prod Joe is a wonderful cook with his big green egg. Is he really? Yeah, he is. He's a big fan of that thing. Him yeah. and Chris Nagel. You have the big green egg? I don't. Why don't you get a Traeger? Don't tell no, me what they get. The what's the difference? I don't know. One's, I don't know. I remember the listener was like, oh, Traeger or nothing. You look it up, it's like $1,500 for a grill. Yeah, it's like, no. okay. They're I'm... both overpriced. It's just a status symbol. I just got one for a couple hundred. It cooks the same <clears throat> stuff. Yeah. I got the one the Mungin Ass Boys gave me. Love it. Grills perfectly. Mm -hmm. I can fit eight burgers on there. I can fit four steaks on there. Oh, I got a Traeger, man. Look at how cool I am. Yeah. Not everybody. I'm not going to say everybody feels like that. but There are tong snobs. Yeah, when you're, tong when you're, snobs. When you're spending $2,000 on a grill, it's basically a status symbol. Yeah, probably. For a while there, we were using our camping grill, our charcoal camping grill. Oh, one of those little green Fit ones? Just like two burgers like on a it. Like Coleman you know? grill? Yeah. Like hibachi. Uh, breaking news, our uh, Milagro Tequila listener of the month for the month of August, uh, Lipstick Glass, has sent in. She has, yes, I have been married a long time. Oh, Okay. Well, that takes what do we do? Takes the wind out of your sails a little do bit. We, uh, would it look weird if we stripped her of the award now? No, she's got it coming. Yeah, can we have your <laughs> bottle of tequila back? Does she at least wear a black ring on yeah, her what about that? right hand? Yeah. I don't think anybody was trying to sleep with her. <laughs> <laughs> or even know who she is. <laughs> well, we've seen her. I don't think I have. Uh, Tim, big green eggs run off of lump charcoal Traegers or pellet grills that use electric. Thanks, that's Herb's Hog giving us the difference, Doug. Yeah. I've heard people like their pellet grills. I don't want to go buy a bunch of pellets. I just cook burgers and steaks. Like, I can get by with my $40 grill. Yeah. Honestly. I can too. I can cook my sides inside. I don't need, you know, that side plate. I'm... Two steps away from yeah. my oven where my green beans are cooking. Ooh, delicious mm. green beans. But Traeger Grills is like wearing yeah. a polo shirt with an oversized logo on it. Just real needy attention whoring. Oh, really? Oh, from Arbor Day. Is that right? Yeah, I agree. Now, I wear it because I got it at the last act. It was on sale. I wasn't going and looking for a big horse. Hmm. <laughs> you imagine going to the retail lady and go, hey, I'm looking for the biggest <laughs> horse shirt you got. I'd rather have the small one, but when you see a $90 <laughs> shirt on sale at the last act for $19.95, you buy it. I don't care how big the horse is. It's horsepower. Horsepower. <laughs> I was looking for attention when I bought that blue skipper's hat from Monaco. <laughs> the darling hat, though. It is darling. Mm -hmm. I, like that. I gotta wear that again. Put that on with the Jackie O sunglasses that are behind. <laughs> oh, yeah. White pants and a blue sport coat, collar popped. I got my white pants on today. I've, I've already, I made a statement. I don't care about Labor Day. If I wear white pants in December, I'm going to wear them. No, why would you do such a thing? Because they're comfortable pants. I don't care. Yeah. Status. It's Labor Day. You can't wear yeah. white. I don't care. I'll wear what I want to wear. I wonder if technology will ever get to the point where there'll be a little button on your pants and it'll change the color of the pants. I bet it will. You know, not in the next five years, but no, it give, it, because that would, give it 20 or 30 years. That would cost manufacturers money. They have talked about uh, 
like the NBA has proposed smart, smart jerseys that could be coming in the next 10 years where you buy one jersey and let's say your favorite player gets traded, you can change the jersey to that new team. Yeah, I could see that happening. It's years and years away, but they've mm-hmm. talked that that is a possibility. So all you need to do is buy one jersey. You know what else you need to be able to change easily, and that's furniture. Because there's a lot of times you got a couch that it's very comfortable, you love it, but the pattern on it is just oh, horrific. There's plenty of you- and if you could just easily change the color of that to something you liked, you can you have to buy a whole new couch. You absolutely can. How do you do? I mean, they, without reupholstering. Well, that's an issue. Well, I mean, that's they what have I'm quick, about. easy covers, but depending on how cheap you want it to look, reupholstering is the only like, the only way to do it. I just the well, only way now, but I just want to be able to press a button and the fabric changes color or something. That'd be sick. I'd love a vacuum for my couch. A vacuum. Set it on the couch and just have it go like a little. Yeah. You know, map out my couch and get all the dog hair. Why would a manufacturer do anything that's going to cost them money? Because they can make money on it. They can make money on that, but nobody's ever going to buy a couch again. You buy one couch and you're never going to see them again. Well, we've been in the couch market for several months, just perusing. It's well, you, you would still need different size a couches. Lot. Uh, this is, uh, I've never heard this theory. Doug, tell me if you have. Uh, it's from the Flat Avenue boy who is okay. active today. Traggers are for guys who think that brisket makes them likable while going <laughs> through a midlife crisis and making the marriage work, quote, for the kids. Oh. Wow. I mean, you get, a, you get a certain kind That's of grill. So deep. It's <laughs> a bleak outlook. That, that I ever think things through that far. That's my Flat Avenue boy. A lot of thinking going on down there. I'm usually just looking for the cheapest grill I can get. <laughs> Period. That's it. Does brisket make people likable? I don't know. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's that crowd of sads. <laughs> that, that, that makes them likable by cooking brisket. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Look at that. Look at that ring. Look at that smoke ring. I've never oh, really yeah. understood the Basically great... popping boners and the like. The, the great I think that text is probably brisket. 80% right. <laughs> is that right? I don't know. Yeah, if you go, if you go to Facebook and anybody's posting... A Traeger grill. There's always a brisket or some ribs. Been smoking them for 25 hours. Oh man, falling off the bone. Sick. Yeah, instantly more likable. And then I post. And that makes them likable. And they're going through a midlife crisis, and they're making their marriage work. Quote for the kids. What does that even mean? Maybe they're just hungry. (laughs) Yeah, they don't want to get divorced because of the kids. And I'm going to go out and smoke some meat on my Traeger. So their escape from the marriage is to smoke meat. Yeah, that's it. Okay, I didn't know all this. I guess it could be. Yeah, I got a grill that uh, is never used. Usually for more than 10 minutes at a time. Steak, grilling a lobster, pork chop, 10 minutes. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cooking ribs on there for you 38 hours. You tried pork hours. chops, but they got stolen. I would get so sick of having to cook meat for 20 hours. I would be so over that. You just got to stand there and watch it? No, no. <laughs> Earn it? It's like I can't wait to sit. anticipate my hunger for the next day. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's when it gets stolen. You just let it sit there for 10 hours, <laughs> and you come back out, and it's gone. Ideally, you'd have some sort of guarded grill, some sort of privacy. Yeah, you'd need a private uh, watchman there. I'm sure for $2,000, there's probably an alarm on there. The uh, reluctant cock advances the Flat <laughs> Avenue Boys theory. <laughs> this is wonderful, Doug. It's like a master's mm-hmm. thesis on human behavior. Right. The amount of people who get into smoking meats after they either get married or have kids is insane. They're basically stuck in the house now, so they decide to take up smoking meats to deal with their newfound boring lives. That's mm. from the reluctant cock. I did well, see a TikTok about that, where it's it's you have like three choices. It's either you get into smoking meats, 
you get really into bourbon or you start playing golf or a combination of the really three. into bourbon. Yeah, that's, that's probably a, good, a real that's a good oh, flag. Yeah. That's a good three, Jackson. That, yeah. that, that's what I saw on TikTok. And I also made like video games. Well, that bourbon like your choices. and barbecue guy almost come There's together. There's an overlap on the Venn diagram? Yeah. You, they just come together as mm. one. I think it's when your kid hits eight or nine years old. <laughs> then you that, start in drinking bourbon. So now the divorce That's is right. too late. Now you got to mm-hmm. wait the nine year for the kid to turn 18 and to explain to them that they're oh done. God, and maybe amazing. if they really want to feel like the world's most interesting man, they grab a really good cigar. <laughs> they know really? about cigars. You don't see too. cigars so much. The bourbon is, is... And you never see somebody post... Having a bourbon tonight and it's a Jim Beam. It's always like a Pappy Van Winkle. Johnson. Johnson. Pappy Van Johnson. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Here comes operate. barbecue guy. Bourbon guy has been activated too with the fall uh, chill in the air. It's his season. We're all about to hear how great his bourbon is because it's aged 100 years and he had to drive to the middle of Kentucky to buy it. It's from Allen Daveville. Mm. Yeah, yeah it's like always it. the most expensive. Uh, just had a nice little Pappy Van Winkle tonight. Like $100 a shot. Why don't you just throw Jack Daniels up there, Jim Beam? Uh, Steve Klein's Dirty Hat's not happy with Jackson. He says segment one is only Jackie Boy's Hello Fresh ad and the Golden Hour ad. Come on, Casper. Why so won't Steve he upload it? So I, like, I just saw that, and I looked, and on my Apple podcast and on the TMS Tale app, it's the full segment. So I don't know why this person is saying that. I don't I, know. I, I'm... I'm Legitimately, I'm not like casting aspersions. I'm, I'm legitimately curious why it's happening to them. Well, cast aspersion. If it's up there, then he's wrong. Well, I, I get, but I want to help the person through. Uh... There's nothing to help. <laughs> he's he's wrong. <laughs> right. I hear what you're saying because on like from well, my nice end, it looks... you're a nice guy. You're gonna be nice. I get tired of him. <laughs> <laughs> but Steve Klein's dirty hat, which is what a wild text name. But uh, just let me know like uh, if if that problem persists and i'll do the best i can to help you through it how big of a dork do you have to be to post about your smoked meats can you imagine mm. our dad's doing something that effing dumb that's from the afton altar boy and i guess he's upset but smoked isn't it also meat. dorky to be upset that people are posting about smoked meats no you should be upset <laughs> okay i took care of that yeah, well, no social... because everybody's eating we're all eating something there's no social media when our dads were cooking Bourbon guy evolves from hitting your 40s and no longer wanting to pound a case of bush. That's from 314. It's kind of like if you're in your 50s driving a vet. You know, you're having a midlife crisis. you got a small penis. Oh, wow, all these things from just one so, product. I sometimes didn't even know it's just about. a really nice, luxurious car. You know, if you're in your you 50s look? and you're out there buying a sports car with the top down and, you know... I don't know if I see that true. and I drive by, roll down the window and say, sorry for the small penis. <laughs> you do that. And at least what has, kind of response do you get? At least a, a car look, has, like. a, has an important purpose. Smoke meat, well, you're going to eat it in 10 minutes. Yeah, I think both are stupid. And you definitely have a small penis if you have a lifted truck. Just plain and simple. Guys, my least favorite guy is Simp Guy, who goes from his Maryland Heights perv shack (laughs) to his part-time job in between hate-scrolling social media. That's from Arbor Day. Oh, how does that make me a simp? (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a good question. You don't know the definition of simp. No, I'm a nice guy. That's the difference between being a simp. (laughs) Do you have to be a mean guy if if you're a simp? If somebody DMs me or asks me for a favor and I say yes, that doesn't make me a simp. No, it doesn't. What makes me a simp is if a, a girl continuously bosses me around and I, yes, dear, I'll go get the groceries. Yes, dear, I'll do that. Yes, dear, I'll go pick up your laundry. That's a simp. So married men, a lot of them are <laughs> <laughs> They're single guys if they, they just take orders from everybody. 
I, you know, I've really gotten grown tired of Mike, okay? Oh. <laughs> Mike. That's tired of himself? Seggy one is one hour and three minutes. Tell this dirty hat guy to shut up. That's from Larry Thornton. Gosh. Larry Thornton. Yeah, yeah, I've checked all the sources, and it's all planned. The podcast is normal, so I wonder what the... If that were the case, Jackson, you know as well as I do, now that you have nearly three years of tenure on this show, that we would receive about 100 text messages about it. So that's the only one that I'm seeing about it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm just curious why it would only happen to him. Uh, reluctant cuck has issued a statement. <sighs> I am not against the meat smoking or bourbon. It's the humble bragging on social media. It just screams, look at how interesting my life is. To post pictures of smoking meat? Well, that's what we're talking about. But I feel like that's projecting, like, your own problems. How else are we going to know if they're doing it unless we see it? And who cares what alcohol you're drinking? And I got to right. think, but like... also, who cares if you're posting the alcohol you're drinking? And yeah. think about the wife in her scenario. You got your husband who's more concerned about the green egg and what's in it than, like, the family. <laughs> you know, he's out there for, like, the 10th hour checking the temperature of the meat when, like, you know, the kid just wants to have a catch. Mm, don't say have a catch. <laughs> don't say that. Nice little retro throwback. Have a catch. I don't know. I never got into it. We didn't have time to throw a, have a catch when we were barbecuing because my dad wasn't smoking meats for 20 hours. He'd throw some burgers on or steaks on and flip them. We didn't have time oh. to play catch. Yeah, at least you had meat to eat. What were you eating? We would love to have had meat to eat. We had rocks and pebble, grass. Oh, yeah, you did eat rocks. You know, sticks, if we could find any. I used to love sipping on bourbon and trying new and different bottles, but bourbon guys ruined it for me. I no longer want to be associated with these sad, frumpy losers. That's mm. from Scooter. Wow, well, this is a still, real thing I'm not aware of. You yes. can still do it. Just don't post pictures of it. If you don't post pictures of it and brag about how expensive your bourbon is, nobody knows it. Isn't wine guy the same thing? Yeah, yeah. but I think bourbon guy is more in vogue. Those are right. And I feel like there's a, a touch more of like a, a, a rugged lifestyle if you're drinking bourbon. Yeah. You're a man's man. Right. I mean, do you ever see any pictures of that? A guy with a hibachi <laughs> cooking a couple burgers a night. A home, a home yeah. hibachi. Mm. Yes. Having, it's bourbon night. Life is good. Bourbon night. I'm trying the two buck chuck. No, it's always the expensive stuff. That is a humble brag if you're posting that. If I see a guy posting next to his hibachi with a single burger on there, drinking a bush light. Oh, that is old money. And he says, I'm just having a little dinner and drink tonight. God love you. You're not trying to humble brag because you've got a crap grill and you got a crap mm -hmm. beer. How about the people that just post their day's schedule? Like, work day. That really goes then, on. Then home, pay some bills. I'm bothered by Ellery's posting her, uh, what is that, like an Apple Watch of her workout? Yeah. What is the deal? But then I, I said that to Jackson during a break on Balloon Party. You know, we're both there trying to get through it. And uh, and I said, boy, this Ella Reese just keeps posting. I think she got a BBL. Doug, do you think she got a BBL? What's a BBL? Brazilian butt lift. Uh-huh. I, I think don't she know. did. You do? I don't know who it is. And, uh, and then she'll just post, like, her Apple Watch for, I guess, after her workout. And Jackson said that's a big thing with his generation. Yeah, if I were to... And I wasn't aware of that either. I'm just not aware of much. If I were to start... And I'm kind of good with You shouldn't be aware of this. You should not be. There should, there's other more important things to be aware of. I mean, I got a couple of children and a wife, and, and that's kind of where I yeah, am at this reading point. Reading someone else's <laughs> Apple Watch. Right, well, if I were well, What's to, the deal with it, Jackson? If I were to scroll Instagram, like, stories, like, if I were just next to you scrolling Instagram stories, I would say 
through one round, we would probably see three of those exact things. Really? Yeah, what, so a, what, is the, what is the psychology of that? And Because we're looking at the psychology and extrapolating from it on, what was it, bourbon guy and meat-smoking guy? Mm-hmm. And sure. What else? What else? What's going on well, let's here? Let's dig in. Like, All right. I think if, if you're looking at the outside perspective of what social media is, it's projecting the lifestyle that you want, not necessarily the one that you have. But why do you care about projecting it? Uh, uh, gratification, you're looking for some vindication, you're kind of looking for maybe a subconscious place of belonging, like, you know, like okay. I can put this out there and feel some sort of gratification for people seeing this. And so you're projecting this lifestyle that you want to be leading, even if it's not the one you're having. So one of those things would be working out daily. And if you're posting that every day, it's kind of like a, this is my life. This is my ideal life, even though it may not be the case. I, th- I think I saw where the, the number one thing that people, young people want to be now is an influencer. So maybe they feel like they have to post something every day. And well, if you're easy. a porn star, you got to post something every day so people don't forget you. And if it's in the gym, it's, look, I'm getting in shape for you. It's, nice. It's probably Thank just, you, I love. It's probably <laughs> just a way to, to Tim, Ella Reese or stay Sky in front Brady. of people. Ella Reese. Really? Well, well, let me inform these people that, that think they're influencers. Uh, I see so many that actually in their title on Twitter and Instagram says influencer. And you have 2,200 followers. Uh-oh. Doug, it's follower shaming. Well, that's how you get to become an influencer. If you got a million followers and, and thousands and thousands of likes on the stuff you post, that's how you make money. You're not an influencer if you have 1,200 followers and you post something and you get two likes. You're what not are an you? influencer. Are you a pre-influencer? Mm. No, you're, well, you're, wannabe you're a poser. A poser. But no one's going to put that on there. <laughs> I could change my bio to poser if you want. <laughs> Knock that out. There's a lot of influence. Pace Brannick was an influencer. Right Made her a millionaire. But you got to have people following you and people liking your stuff to get $40,000 every time you post something like the Kardashians do. A reluctant cuck active in the discussion, just like the Flat Avenue boy. <laughs> but who the hell is impressed by a guy who is sitting in his backyard watching the temperature on a pork butt? They should try to project a more glamorous lifestyle. It's from the reluctant cuck. Well, I was speaking more to the posting your Apple Watch of your workout and all the active calories you burned. Less so about the meat smoking, but, you know, there's certainly <laughs> something there. Oh, if you're taking a picture of a thermo- meat thermometer, it's almost like a cry for help. Is like, that what this yeah. is? I don't even know if the person posting that picture even knows it yet, but it's up to their friends, you know, to have that meeting with yeah. them. You know, have You'd like to see an intervention if you see a meat thermometer. Mm. You know, maybe not at the house, but maybe go out for drinks. Right. Show them other, you know, meats. That, that sounds like smoking. an SNL skit where a uh, meat smoking intervention. That's it, usually it the eighth. Pic- that's usually the eighth picture in a series of. You got a picture of the rub. You got a picture of the marination. You got a picture of the grill. You got a picture of it on the grill. The last picture is a the ther- uh, meat thermometer. Almost done, guys. And then the last picture is you cutting into it. Now, Iggy, I, I don't want to equate this to, to that, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. but there Uh-oh. is a there Uh-oh. is a Uh-oh. some Instagram post of you with the pot roast, and Uh-oh. I wonder if this Uh-oh. might be pot. Well, I'm just I'm well, listen. I'm not I, I bragging put about it all out there. I'm not bragging the about a pot roast. How hot did you get? That went into the crock pot. That's <laughs> hey, look at my crock pot. Well, how look is my... it different than the meat thermometer with the smoking meats? Because you're talking about a brisket, an expensive cut of meat, your your Traeger, your green egg. 
all of that. Then what are you talking about? This is the only pellets I use. I don't remember doing a pot roast. You were proud of that pot roast. I don't remember doing a pot roast. I haven't had a pot roast in ages. If you're bashing if somebody I did, else's... It was, if I did, it was in the crock pot, and I'm not... Hey, I just cooked a pot roast in a crock pot for eight hours. Look at me. I'm not bragging about anything. Uh, this uh, seemingly coming from the Southeastern Conference, Doug, maybe not as relatable to the St. Louis audience, but maybe you'll uh, understand it. I don't know. Underrated part of bourbon, guys, posting a picture of your glass while also displaying your, quote, expensive watch and the cuff of a plaid button-down shirt. The shirt is supposed to mean I'm rugged, but the guy actually grew up in Alpharetta and went to Auburn. Thanks. That's Alan Dateville. No. <laughs> Alpharetta's Georgia. You want to post something that makes me say <laughs> you're not showing off? Say it's bourbonite. Have a little snifter with a bourbon in it and say I'm having, and just sit there. Got to put the bottle right next to it, though, so you can see how expensive that is bottle is. Is that what that is? That's yeah. what it is. If you so is that a wealth thing? It's just trying to show off that, look, I got money, and this is the expensive bourbon I drink. If you just post a picture of your glass <laughs> of bourbon, say, hey, I'm having bourbon night. I got no problem with that. Congrats. Have fun. These gotta, aren't guys just looking for a laugh. Got to put that bottle right next to it. <laughs> Jackson, don't you dare call that thing Iggy posted a pot roast. It was human remains. Oh. Also, I prefer my influencers to deep fry some Mississippi catfish they got as part of a secret trade deal. That's from glove blogger Tom Trayman. Are you just wrong? I've never cooked catfish. You haven't? No. I like catfish. The secret trade deal, however, we're going to tend to uh -oh. that later. No. I, KJ and I think I've only caught like, uh, oh, okay. like two catfish in my life. Uh, KJ and uh -oh. Plowhawk is now in the text inbox, so he sees what, uh -oh. what I see daily. He has just sent in screenshots of Iggy's posts of his food. Yeah, I'm not humble bragging. Well, why would you it's, send them in then? Did you see me put, yeah, I got myself a nice... $900 Wagyu beef I'm cooking. No, it looks like about a $10, uh, yes. $11 cut. Yes, I'm not oh, yeah, you bragging even kept about this, anything. You kept well, the sticker you, on. Why would you post it at all? We're all going to eat. <laughs> so what? I just like posting pictures of my food, but it's why? not to brag. But why? I'm not you... talking about how expensive my cut of meat is. Or why would you post How expensive of the my food? glass of milk was that I got sitting next to it. Oh, wow. And half of, half of them, <laughs> half of them are on a paper plate. What sort of feedback are you looking for when you post your food? People like me to post food sometimes. Ooh. They'll ask me, what is Who that? likes you to post their food? Well, you'll, have, huh. you know, you'll have to look at some of the comments. People ask me questions all the time. Like what? I'm not trying to gain anything from it. I just Some people just like seeing a picture of my food. Pot Who roast likes influencer? to see your food? Pot Where's the pot roast? I don't remember posting show. pot roast. I'm looking at it right here. It looks <laughs> yummy. I'd eat it. I'd eat the hell out of it. That's what I do. I just, but it's, I'm not showing off. I'm talking about, I just said, if a guy posts a picture of him with a glass of bourbon and said it's bourbon night, enjoying myself. Feet up, fireplace, great. Have a great night. And you got to put the expensive bottle next to it. That's what you're showing off. I'm not talking about how much my food cost or what I cooked. And I live in a hovel. My Two of my burners on my stove don't even work. No. The glove blogger is now demanding the names of the people asking for your food post. Oh, go look at the comments on the ones people. Glove I'm sure people are grabbing them. I'm going right now. I'm sure people are grabbing them and putting them everywhere now. What are they saying? Yeah, look at all the food he posts. Uh -oh. so, uh, I posted a picture another of a hot dog the other night. KG screenshot. Uh, They're coming in fast and furious. KG and O-Town now with the... Iggy, this is a picture of you with your... Doug, a rogue hand and then three uh, bottles, the bottles of booze. That's probably I was thanking somebody for giving it to Gobble Bowl. Oh, no. Did you, is there a caption on it? I uh, can't uh, tell. It's probably uh, took that off there. Maddie Bear for nice life jacket eggs. 
What? That's what the caption is. I think that was the post above. Okay. Maddie Bear for life. <laughs> Maddie Bear for life. What? Uh, so, Iggy, on the finished product of the pot roast, someone posted, posted that some good-looking tiramisu. It is tiramisu. Oh, that was, that was, uh, that's tiramisu? I thought that was pot roast. No, that's tiramisu. Pot roast. The far left one, Jackson, I think is ice cream on top of tiramisu. No, bro, I think that's the pot roast and mashed potatoes. Are they supposed to look the same? I, I don't know. I haven't cooked a pot <laughs> roast mean in years. Good or does that mean it's how far back are you going? And I will say that there are times where I I'm posted, not going back anywhere. I'm just like I've posted, I've posted bottles of scotch that I've had, and I guarantee you, I've either thanked somebody for giving it to me, or it was for Gobble Bowl, and that was some of the liquor. We got some nice liquor for Gobble Bowl for the booze bin. Timmy Burkhart. Or thanks to Timmy Burkhart or the guys at Major Brands for the nice bottles of scotch. I'm not saying, look what I'm drinking tonight. Got myself a Bellantini. I think people would prefer to see pictures of the possum that sits on your chair <laughs> or the neighbors that won't go away and, and sit down where you're supposed to be sitting. Oh, I got enough of those. Not the possum, but the other ones. Okay. Well, you may have possums again. It can look chilly out. Well, uh, Doug, the uh, Flat Avenue boy is the one who started all of this. I don't know if it was uh, a brilliant choreography or not. Uh, he is back, and he says, I have to confess. Uh... I posted pictures of my smoked meats when I was a young lad of 32 years. Now that I'm much older, at the age of 33, I realize my mistakes and wish I had just posted pictures of my underwear in the reflection of a spoon. Oh, yeah, we got that too. People are really wanting to know who's asking Iggy for the food. <laughs> Jackson, you found people commenting. Yeah, all I found was the tiramisu, and then uh, when the oh, was in God. the crock pot, it said, uh, what am I looking at here? And that was from Aunt Peg. Look at that Chicago ginger. Came you don't, in with you the don't Iggy, see the DMs I get. The Iggy, Iggy, that that's, looked that's good. very you true. Do you have a recipe for that? Iggy, that looked great. What did you use for that? What seasoning? Did you marinate it? People ask me questions. I would eat that pot roast. It looks Ooh. yummy. I don't remember cooking a pot roast. See, see, I got looking, a picture. It was from December 6, 2022. In a crock pot? Yeah. Look at that. Three separate posts. Sure, it was. The 618 has a funny little screenshot. Like, Iggy sent a picture of like stacks of money. Cookies baking in the oven. Stacks of money? Where'd you I, get the money? I had never had stacks of money. Where am I posting pictures of stacks of money? Doug, are, Clean it, house. Tim, are, you, are you in the 618 image? Let's see, well, there's a lot of 618s. I see this. Okay, yes, all right. Now I see what you're talking about. Yep. Strode family game night. I won a pot and I Might got excited. It's Strode family game uh, there's night. There's back-to-back pictures of stacks of cash. That's yeah, probably... Can oh. I see it? There, but there's a lot. Yeah, of course. And a lot of food. There's a lot of food pictures. Where'd you get that money? Strode family game night. Well, you people, guys are playing high stakes over there. People are just going to my Facebook page and just grabbing pictures off there. Oh, yeah, yeah they are. Why don't you put some oh, dates yeah. on there, too? Again, I, I don't do it to show off on how much a, money I got. Why else would you do it? Chocolate because pie. I told you, people enjoy me. Po I, got, I got friends you don't know on my Facebook page. <laughs> and they want to know how much money you have. A lot of them enjoy my, my pictures of my food, so I do it to make them happy. Prime. Not showing off that I made a pot roast in a crock pot that cost like, and it wasn't even, my sister gave me the crock pot. So it was kind of bought. a goodwill gesture. <laughs> the, <laughs> images, <laughs> the images won't stop. I'm just trying to help pot people. There's 500 It's a images. helpful thing. You're kind of an influencer. <laughs> yeah, here's, here's a picture of my dad burgers. People ask me what's in it. Give them the recipe. It's a way to give back to the community. <laughs> I'm your not, pictures of yeah, meat. I'm not bragging that I 
got a dad burger that I grilled. Doug, Ham. Here, Harrison's brother master. Ham. It's a plate of chopped up ham. Okay, right above it, there's the scallops, and above I, that, there's and then above that. I most never, of us will have lunch. I never posted a picture of chopped up ham. I got it's, it's, it's it's right we have there. a screenshot. April I guarantee it's not chopped ham. <laughs> what is that? It's from April. You just recently did it. Looks like oh. Easter ham. That's a that's a pork pork loin. A pork loin. <laughs> Drinkowitz. I need to be a Cantalay, Drinkowitz, pork loin. <laughs> get the T-shirt going. I snagged that text line name immediately. Well, I, was, I sent you a text yesterday. Smithfield was on sale for four ninety nine. And I bought one. <laughs> that's I got a, a That's a pork loin. <sighs> yeah. So why would you, is that expensive pork why loin? Why would you post that? <laughs> I told you, people like me to. They post don't. Food. Stephen Wildwood still wants to know who. Can I get a recipe for that ham? Well, you can't see my DMs or private messages. So no, you're don't worry right. About it. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so they're full of people saying, "Please, please tell us what I you're know, cooking." But I know today. they enjoy it, so I do it. I don't know that I don't anyone care. enjoys it. I mean, you look next to it. There's a fork and a knife and a glass of milk. I'm not trying to brag about anything. Well, why post that then? Do you, you listen just, to what I say? Are you just happy? I told you, people enjoy it, so I do it, even if it's only one. With this pork loin, I think you're just happy that you were able to cook it without it being stolen. Yeah. My mom always said you're put on this earth for one reason, to make somebody happy each day, make somebody smile each day. If I make one person happy by putting the food up there, I've done something. Wow. I don't care about the other 90 people that oh. hate it. There are more than 90, it looks like. Uh, Steve Klein's dirty hat wants to be pork loin, Jackson. I don't know if you're giving it out to him. I, that's such like a sought after thing. We'll oh yeah, you may out. have to. Uh, yeah. Let me take a look. See I was going to say, I was gonna say pork first. steak, and it was pork loin, and I kind of stopped. Pork loin. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say pork steak. Uh. <laughs> oh, send your emails in. Design air heating and cooling email of the day should be wonderful. Send them in the morning after at InsideSTL.com, and balloon party should be equally as wonderful. And then uh, Jackson and I have QFTA after that. Send your emails in for that. Team McKernan. At InsideSTL.com, T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. Uh, Jackson, tell Doug what's coming up on uh, Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota's mm. balloon party. Yes, please. Half and half. Uh, certainly will be a little half and half action, but it's a wide Why berth Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. And so any and all deep dive requests will be taken uh, into consideration, and it might become a topic on the presentation. Wow, look at that. You know, you <laughs> never know. Doug, if you got a deep dive topic you want us to go in on. Food picks. <laughs> Food it pick. sounds like you got absolutely nothing. For the show. What are you talking about? You Win one ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. We'll I take guess about you can get an hour 42, out of that. Forty two minutes on that. Yeah. And then we'll finish it up with Will the NBA work in St. Louis? And sounds like a tidy little, <laughs> oh, tidy little program. Yeah. yeah Doug, do you think a, a Pappy Van Winkle will go well with a aged Wagyu beef steak? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, news you can use. I got them both. Is it too old to talk about Aaron Rodgers out for the year, I guess? Zach Wilson season? That's a career ender, I do believe he's yeah. Don't want to say it. Love me some A-Rob, but 40, rehabbing a 16-month injury. How many years did he sign? I think two years. No, he's not and restructured the deal to sign Lazard and Cobb, I think. Yeah, you can't oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. You can't release somebody with an injury, can you? I don't know what the I contract so, is. No. He'll make, I mean, he's worth a half a billy. Made enough money, but um, if you're worth half a billy, go get some work in today at Family Golf. I might go there, dude. I might. I oh, might, just might. Get some really? Work in. I glorious. wouldn't tell people, Tim. Where is the next ten days? I do run into listeners at Family Golf. It quite becomes a security risk. You know, I, I tell them I'm not gonna sign. 
Right up front, you say that. Yeah, because I can tell. I'm like, yeah, I know. I can get you it. sense the disappointment? I think at this point now people know I'm not going to sign. Yeah. And then I have a little step stool in my golf bag if they want a picture. Mm-hmm. For you or them? For Well, for you. Mm. Yeah, they have to... <laughs> They have to sit on their knees. Right. Yeah. They have to get. They have to get in the oral position. Oh. And then we can do the photo. Ah, uh, boy, I'll tell you what. It is. It is really in great shape. That the. Uh, I mean, you can hit off the mat, of course. Double decker driving range. I like hitting off the grass. Doug, it's compression season, as you know. Jackson was really striking the ball at Norwood, but God. He said it was the best he struck the ball all year. Did you think that was a, his strokes gained tee to green, but then just had really his, his strokes gained putting and strokes gained ATG left him left him wanting. Yeah. Am I right, Jackson? Is that the correct assessment of your round? I was looking at the the data. Big time. I haven't struck golf balls like that. Like the whole back nine, I don't think I had one. Maybe like on the first par three, but other than that, up, I was uh, I was striking the pull ball. Pull up the first par three. Jackson won the contest. Huh. Which contest? Wasn't it the play with Tim the day after? Oh, no, we talked about our winner on uh, Monday. Oh, that's right. It wasn't here. It wasn't here. Matt Blassie. Classy Matty Blassie. And is related, by the way. We were talking during the round. Is indeed related. Classy Freddie Blassie. Pat? To Pat Blassie? Freddie Blassie. Oh, because there's a Pat Blassie from Altair Travel. That's who you were talking about. Well, we were talking about the one from the rest. How many Blassies are there? It's but could a, be related to Pat as well. It's not a common name. So. Did this guy strut around and <laughs> poke people with the club and the club. referee wasn't That's looking? Exactly right. Uh, yeah, get your golf, uh, get your short game area, man, I'm telling you. God, I love that short game area. And that's where I'm going to be wagering the listeners on uh, Friday, October 6th. I'm happy to lose money. I'm happy to win it as well. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did. Yeah. Yep, it was awesome. FamilyGolfOnline.com. Go get your work in. Send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Design air, heating, and cooling email. It comes up in 15 minutes when we start the 9 o'clock hour. It's 9.29. <laughs> this is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michael Ultra Studio.